0: You're listening to the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations because sometimes therapy is just not in the budget. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Our 20s are the defining decade of adulthood. 80% of life's most defining moments take place by about age 35. Two thirds of lifetime's wage growth happens during the first 10 years of a career. Uh, Personality can change more during our 20s than any other decade in life. Female fertility peaks at 28 and the brain caps off its last major growth spurt and when it comes to adult development 30 is not the new 20. and you know today is a good day for me i must say i'm feeling all types of fantastic when i open my eyes each and every day i really try to give glory to god and say to myself that it's another day to conquer the world but sometimes It's not all that great. The ups and the downs, the turnarounds, the discovery moments that we are walking in at this very second are precious but stressful AF. This is experiences of being in your mid-twenties. You know, what is also so very cool is that this is I'm I'm very su- I'm super ex- super excited about this because we're in our 20s of episode, so that's kind of a fun thing. But I'm super excited to dive into this week's topic with our guest and I couldn't tackle it alone, so I had to call in some reinforcement. She is a lifestyle blogger and social media influencer, one that holds validity. Uh, She is a co-founder of The Inside Job, which produces global workshops that inspire healing, renewal, and purpose. Naturalista, trendsetter, photographer, raised in the streets of Los Angeles. She is a friend in my head, Miss Ivy Coco.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me.
1: I'm so excited. Thank you for being here. So I have to, I like to set the tone for a good old conversation. And I don't know, I don't know, I... I must say this is like a full circle moment for me because people have those those folks that they you know follow on social media and you see them doing their thing and you're like yes you are a friend in my head and then i don't know if you remember but we i i said something briefly to you small yes. doses of exchange um of dialogue at the um the event diva simply singing yes and here we are
0: I know, and I appreciate those words.
1: Oh my They God. were so
0: sweet of you, Yeah, and they were truly palpable. I was like, you know, sometimes on social media, yeah. you don't know how people really receive your content, mm-hmm. so, you know, you really have that question in your mind, if, you know, do people really like what they really see, Yeah, and for you to say something to me and tell me that you like what you see meant something to me, so I appreciate you for that. You
1: are very welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all honesty, I thought it, you would be a huge asset to this show, particularly because you have a wide knowledge as we can see on the gram that you are influenced by so many different spaces and walks Mm -hmm. of life and being very culturally uh, knowledgeable. So, I find that to be so amazing. So, Thank you. without further ado, you are, your descent is Jamaican?
0: Yes, Jamaican and West African. Okay. So West African, my father is from a place called Cote d'Ivoire, West Africa, the Ivory Coast. Yeah. And that is a Francophone speaking country, which a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, black people do speak French, and <laughs> they are in West Africa. Yeah. Um, and my mother is Jamaican.
1: Yeah. Yes. So, where are all the places that you have been?
0: Oh, you know, I've been to quite a few continents, actually. Okay. I've been to Asia, North America, South America, um, Africa. I actually haven't been to Australia yet, so that's on my on my list. Yeah, But I've definitely been to quite a few places. Uh-huh. I can't name them directly right now. Right, I feel like it's okay. I can
1: name the continents. <laughs> <laughs> that is what matters. And, and we are, uh, this is experiences of being in your mid-20s. We are the same age. Mm-hmm. I am approaching 25. Yes. And...
0: That's Uh, rough. Sometimes. uh, It is. Can I just let you
1: know, I am freaking out. Every day I'm spiraling because for one, I'm still planning a birthday and I don't know what I'm doing. So if you have suggestions, let me know. But then also it's like, I'm halfway to 50. I know, right? Yeah. It's like you hit that 25 mark and you're right in
0: the middle of your 20s thinking, well, dang, I am i should be doing this, mm-hmm. but I've still accomplished so much. But then you still want more and more and more for yourself. Yeah. And then you try and figure out, well, when do you get or when do you feel like you've got that balance? Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't really hit you until... I don't know if it really will ever hit us until we get to that point of where we hit our true peak of success or what we,
1: you know, categorize our own success to be. Yeah. Uh, Personally speaking, the 20s have made me feel like I've been smothered in a lot of questions, but I feel like if we don't ask the right questions, we will forever remain stuck. So can you say that you can recognize when you're feeling overwhelmed with self-questioning?
0: Oh, absolutely. First of all, I have no problem getting a checkup from the neck up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so important. My mom has always emphasized that for me personally due to the fact of that, like, I guess it's in my nature. I'm a very much, I'm very much of a hard worker. I graduated college at the age of 20. Mm-hmm. So I'm always seeking the next thing. Right. I want to know what is going to be my next big adventure yeah. or my next big production, wh- wh- whatever that may be. But um, the balance of taking time to yourself, And I I know you spoke about that where in your um, previous episode of taking 10 minutes to yourself every day. Mm -hmm. You know, me time is so important because we're still so young trying to do so much. And being millennials, we live this nomad lifestyle of always being on the go, on the go. Mm -hmm. So if we don't take that time to get a checkup from the neck up, whether that might be therapy, yoga, and yoga can be anything you want it to be. You have to find that balance within yourself yourself and if you don't have that then baby you're gonna be swinging up and down like a sweet seesaw
1: i agree yeah what about what about the friend circle because in terms of friends groups you know you
0: know what i have five friends that i can count on and you know what i'm i'm okay with that if i have five friends that i can count on on one hand Mm -hmm. that's not bad yeah you know what but i think a lot of people have the tendency to mix up acquaintances and friends
1: i think i have that problem yeah I I use the word too loosely, Mm -hmm. but with best friend, I'm very, I'm very stern on that one. Mm -hmm. You know, so that, that is a very selective thing. So what do those people look like in your life? Um, best friends are for me or... What do you mean, acquaintances? No, just friends, the the core five. What do they look like in your life? Oh, these, these
0: core fives, oh, we're definitely in a group chat, too. Yeah, Every, yeah. <laughs> you know, that millennial group chat.
1: Wait, I think I have, let me just say, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I have said on this podcast, I don't think none of my friends really love me because I am in no group chats.
0: Oh, wow. Besides work ones. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can't, you have to have that one group chat yeah. where it's like you're either just sending memes, right. you know, throwing back, oh, my God, photos from this day will be turned up sometimes you need that and One thing about adulting is respecting people's time as best friends. If you can respect my time and know that we all have different schedules, that's really important to me. Because as you get older, you know, you have best friends and friends that live in different states, different countries. Everyone's on a different time zone. Mm -hmm. So if you can really make that time for each other and, you know, dedicate that hour or, you know, maybe 30, 20 minutes, whatever you have in your schedule, just to say, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. That can do so so much for you that can like send you happy points in your head like oh my god someone just checked up on me like that's a beautiful feeling so for someone to say hey i see you are you doing okay
1: Mm -hmm. have you ever asked yourself the question could i live with me
0: Oh, I do that all the time. Really? Yeah. you real deep. Yeah, I could totally live with me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm very good with myself. Yeah. In regards to when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I love you. Like, yeah. I really <laughs> love you. Yeah. And I have to remind myself that, which is okay. Uh-huh. You need to remind yourself Go that. for it. But, I mean, if you can really look in the mirror every day and love what you see, that that's a beautiful thing you can live with yourself that's more than doing what the average
1: person can do right about now right I I be feeling like, I be feeling like I'm always exhausted and people Mm. older than me will roll their eyes, but being in your prime 20s, I feel like it's a full-time job, as you stated earlier, taking that me time. And if you're doing right each and every year, walking like me right now, walking into this new year, you'll feel like you have opened a new door Mm. and you may not know what's on the other side of that door, but you know, I'm in some new shit. Mm -hmm. And... I feel like that is a very, um, it's very grounding mm-hmm. sometimes. But do you think it's okay to be in your mid twenties and not have a sense of self? Because we, I can, we 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 are very grounded in who we are and have this full knowledge of life and enlightenment. But do you think someone out there who does not fully grasp? the sense of self is okay like is that okay I mean that's that's totally
0: fine your journey is your journey don't Mm. compare your chapter 2 to someone's chapter 20 no matter what age you are but I think it's one thing to know your values Mm -hmm. you know make sure that you have some you believe in something have a little faith um, whether you might not know yourself because that's okay you know there's a whole bunch of 30 40 year olds that are still trying to figure it out yeah so I mean age really has nothing to do with it it's it's how much work you want to put in to yourself yeah. like what does that look like for you
1: what do you aim to accomplish in your 20s
0: Ooh, honestly, when I'm in my 20s, I have to. It's imperative for me yeah. to have some sort of travel show on a network really putting on for a millennial generation. Mm. I mean, people just never think of the travel market, especially the black travel market for young black millennials. Yeah. We have so many great platforms like Black Travel Journey and Travel Noir that are doing so many great things to really open the eyes of millennials mm-hmm. and just see what the world can offer. There's so much things... There's so things that you can learn outside of a classroom and when you see the world you know after you graduate you it's imperative you see the world and yeah. i think that can actually have an impact on how you see yourself yeah you realize that oh my god there are people in this country that look like this or look like me or believe what i believe mm-hmm. it's so important to really take yourself out of your comfort zone
1: i agree well i, I think what's so great uh is that today is that with our own self-exploration when that is traveling, when that is having that, you know, those affirmations in the mirror. When adulting seemed, back in the day, seemed to be so materialistic and your actualization as a person, was revolved around the workforce Mm. I think that the narrative is changing. Oh absolutely the narrative's totally changed I mean the workforce
0: isn't even the same anymore just how I said as millennials we're living this nomad lifestyle we believe in having remote jobs Mm -hmm. it's not having that nine to five anymore you know our grandparents are still looking at us like dang how come you don't (laughs) have benefits or a government job and it's like dang you know grandpa grandma mom and dad sometimes you know the baby boomers they're still not adjusted to that mm-hmm. but the corporate world has definitely changed you know even corporate jobs are looking at your social media now mm. what are you kidding me yeah. what does my social media have to do with my corporate nine-to-five job right but it has a lot to do with it and people are looking at you no matter what you do the entire job force is changing because of the millennial generation
1: i don't feel like a lot of people i remember in high school they would be like be careful what you put on facebook back then exactly. they don't have the red solo cup at a party Mm -hmm. and it's like a real thing and people never fully grasp that but i digress yeah do you have full control over your life i
0: believe i have full control over my life if i can't control myself what can i control? what can i what can i control yeah you know i believe having control within yourself is so beautiful Mm -hmm. because like you need to know what turns you on and what turns you off, Mm -hmm. what makes you hot, what makes you cold. Those are things that people don't necessarily value in their everyday life, but there's so many things. When you start figuring out the things that you don't want, it can make it easier (laughs) to start figuring out what the things that you do want. I agree. So I absolutely believe in having
1: control is a very like, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, I will say that when it comes to, I feel like having full control and ha- you can have full control. Let me just get my thoughts together. The realization <laughs> of having full control is realizing that you don't have full control, mm, you know, yeah. over A majority of things i mean you have control over things like how you react and you know your how do you move in the world but i just think that the the environment and the universe and god is so strong that having full control is accepting that we don't have control absolutely we don't have
0: um, full control of what somebody might say to us that could tick us off but we do have control in regards to how we're going to react to that person we can either you know associate ourselves in that Mm -hmm. or we can just walk away it's 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 what you choose to consume really what type of energy is you know my cousin and i were talking about you know your vibe really attracts your tribe Mm. so whatever you're gonna I like to say that again your vibe really attracts your tribe yeah and it's so true and i mean when you're really out there trying to get to know new people in la it can be like so much you really have to be secure in yourself because you can get mixed up in a whole bunch of stuff not just LA this could be any major city you're in anywhere anywhere small city absolutely yeah it's just your vibe has to be for you yeah and hopefully there's somebody on the same page as you
1: <laughs> i would hope so yeah i will say that this is the decade of hard grind for me i felt like i was popping in my mm. early 20s you know yeah. graduated school like you yeah. okay first job out of school i was on a morning show and then i went into this moment of woo, 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 woo. i'm not so much so how do we get back there do you share in that also being i love I didn't. I don't think I set the tone that we are outside today, and we I, are outside today, everyone. And I wanted to try this, yes. and I'm, I'm loving the natural ambiance. <laughs> but also, I want I want you to tell the the platform here on the podcast your accomplishments. But do you share in those? You know wait a minute what am I going to do next you know something like resume related
0: I always have that feeling of what am I going to do next mm-hmm. I graduated high school when I was 17 I graduated college a year early at 20 so when everyone's graduating college at the age of 22 23 yeah. I'm up here 20 years old and I can't even drink yet and I'm graduating <laughs> you know yeah. so it, I've always had that mentality of like I've, what's, what's the next thing for me mm-hmm. I've got to accomplish something great so you know It's like, okay, for me, if I get a spread in a magazine, like, that's great. But then I'm like, okay, well, I want more magazines, (laughs) you know? Like, keep it going. So it's like I'm also my biggest cheerleader but also my biggest competitor i need to know what's gonna be next for me like if i'm not pushing myself nobody else is gonna really do it for me mm-hmm. like i'm the one who has to evoke change within myself yeah. so yes at an early age yeah i graduated cool whatever but then it's like okay on to the next i look at it like girl you got to be doing something else mm-hmm. i want more mommy wants more daddy wants more we all need more yeah so i can, i'm never complacent in just one piece of success success looks so much larger like for me you Mm -hmm. know success is legacy for me you know like I have to make sure that this is generational like what success looks like meaning in my family, the foundation I'm laying for my my younger cousins, what I'm gonna be doing for my kids, like what I'm doing right now has to make an impact on them. My great great grandchildren already rich. That's a lot of brown turn on your forbes list. And I'm always thinking about, hmm, everything that I post, I mean Some people just post, you know, for fun, you know, but like with me, I'm on social media and I'm really strategic about the things that I post. You want to impact. Absolutely. And I also want to tell a story. You know, I want people to learn. I want people to feel. I want to evoke emotion. I want my things and uh, my page to be palpable. So success is really for me. Someone like you, when you came up to me Mm -hmm. and you told me, hey, I really feel like your page is really authentic. You're true to yourself. Mm -hmm. That meant a lot to me. Yeah, You know, like that is something where it's like, it was just a little comment to you, but it's like, wow, I'm doing something and someone feels Mm -hmm. it. Because I think Maya Angelou once said, it's not sometimes what people say, it's how they make you feel. So, and for you to say something like that, it made me feel like, yeah. I'm making an impact. And that's what I want to do. I want to continue to make an impact. You will. Thank you. Got you. It. <laughs> thank you.
1: No matter where you are or who you are, I thank you all for listening on Spotify and Apple Podcast. We are having these millennial conversations to open the mind to new experiences. Be sure to like, rate, subscribe, and follow, and then tell a friend and tell a friend so that we can continue to build our community. It's the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations. Okay, so experiences of being in your mid twenties, along with being in our mid twenties, mm-hmm. dating is a real issue. Ain't it? What is the hardest thing about dating in your 20s, would you say?
0: Oh, you know, everyone in their 20s, I feel like, oh, my God, I really want to work. But then I really want to have a boo. And I'm like, you know what? Well, why can't you do both? Really? Like, you can. Okay. You know, like, everyone might not be on the same page as you. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Mm. Why is it? You know what? Let me take my beautiful cousin. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is so smart. Graduated. From, with her PhD in Africana Diaspora, is that like, a thing? No, yes, it is. Come on! I mean, she's she did everything perfectly. She has a supportive boyfriend that moved to her. Um, they met at Art Basel, and they're just in love. They're literally the epitome of beautiful millennial love. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I just feel like people in our generation are just afraid to love just a little bit we're all just like well oh my god I need to focus on my career right now Mm. but um I still want to boo at the side why can't you have why can't we find that balance Mm. millennials it's like we want to work so much but it's okay to have that person
1: in your corner I was going to ask you you touched on my question that I had for you is it in this in our age right now where we are do you choose to follow that career, solidify yourself so that you can have that family or that boo? Or do you more so follow the boo route and continue on with that? You know what I'm saying? When the, Because there, there comes a time when you have to choose. Absolutely. And you're I, saying you can do both. I mean, I think there's a beautiful part. Po- Honestly, we work so
0: much that if we don't have somebody in our corner to say, hey, I love you. Put your feet up. Mm-hmm. Let me take like let me have some time with just you and I that's really healthy to express yourself to someone openly every day like we look at love as this big thing as of like oh my god I'm committing myself to this person for the no if you don't like that person (laughs) if you're unhappy you break up with them (laughs) like your spirit people dwell too much on love like it's this bad thing that we're going to be in a full commitment like no all right because at the end of the day if you don't want to be with that person you can say bye bye Mm -hmm. like it's it's you know Hey. It's really up to any anybody what they choose to do within their love lives. Yeah. But one thing is that dating in LA where you and I live is mm-hmm. kind of hard. Cuz I mean, like I tried it once. Yeah. And how and how was that?
1: It was it was it was it was cool, but it was very uh distant. Uh there was there was gaps. There was I'm a very emotional person and I let people know that mm-hmm. and there was times when I don't know, he just had problems. Yeah. So people have got issues. Yeah. <laughs> people
0: got issues there and you go. everyone has it. it's it's really a choice. Yeah. Putting love as a priority on your list. I, I put together my vision board, and I put love on my vision board. Monogamy. I think monogamy is a an important thing. Yeah. If that's what you want in your relationship. Yeah. Um, there's so many different types of relationship in our generation now as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have these open relationships, whatever that may they got mean. got sister wives. So, I mean, we yeah. We R. Kelly. I, oh, you know what? That's a um, whole nother that's story. That's a whole nother story. Because, uh, ooh, just anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Um, there's so many different forms of relationship and what love looks like mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's love is a choice. Yeah, it really is a choice. In each each stage in your life, you got to choose love.
1: What are your negotiables and non-negotiables
0: in a relationship? In a re- <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you know what? I think um, for me personally, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't mind if like someone like had a had a child like that's not a really Really? yeah like that's not a big thing to me okay um i think like long distance isn't a problem to me like you know i could i could work on that Mm. i'm very comfortable with myself for sure so if i'm gonna do long distance with someone they have to be comfortable within themselves Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. um they have to know if they're a parent they have to be uh you gotta gotta have a schedule. Yeah. You know, we gotta have a balance and run to you time, us time, me time, yeah. and time with your child. Those are things that are really important. Those are negotiables to me. But I think for me, things that are like non-negotiable. Yeah. Um. You, We have to like have some similar values. Okay. We, you have to have faith. Yes. Faith is really important to me. I need to know what you're working with spiritually. Mm. I, I really want somebody that's that knows themselves spiritually. That's important you. to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, what are your opinions on online dating? Because it is the driving force for the kids in their 20s. You know what? I actually responded to
0: a DM once and I went on a date and the young man and I dated for a few months and it wasn't bad. Okay. He was, it was very healthy. It was a healthy relationship and it ended because we wanted it to end. We weren't happy anymore and that's cool. Mm -hmm. But you know what? He's a great young man and I think it went well. I'm not against it, but if you're out here swiping left, swiping right, sending DMs just for Punani, just for the dick, like, I mean, that's. That's on you. Yeah, you know that—that's yeah. that's your prerogative. That's your, that's your choice. Yeah. That's your choice. Every life is all about choices. I have that saying tatted on my back mm-hmm. because I truly believe in that statement. It's your choice.
1: I um, so I've always been a person. Anybody close to me knows that I think that you should not be married in your twenties. That's just Ooh. me. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of self-discovery that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Sure, date and do what you need to do, but and. I just I'm never I've never been that person but I did actually have you know for funsies at work we have this uh tarot card reading lady in there and she told me I was gonna be engaged or married by 30 I said whoa um but do you think that people should get married in their 20s what are your views on that it's so
0: funny because my mom is like my tarot card reader she's always telling me she's like girl you're gonna be married by 30 you're gonna have kids (laughs) by the time you're 31 I'd be like lord how do you know all of this yeah yeah um but I I truly believe marriage once again is a choice Mm -hmm. like choosing love choosing to be married is a choice yeah um it's i think it's so hard because like we all have our own interpretation of love Mm -hmm. but marriage also looks different as well we all have our own interpretation of marriage my parents uh, my mother and her husband they live a bi-coastal lifestyle they don't they live in two different states but they're still married you know and they're two individuals like they're their own person Mm -hmm. and I mean they went through previous marriages I had a stepdad that got married in his 20s Uh, my mom got married in her 30s and I got to see like their balances and imbalances with their previous marriages Mm -hmm. but they've learned something from that whether Mm -hmm. you get married and then it doesn't work out in your 20s that's okay because every loss is a lesson and it's not really loss; it's really just a lesson yeah and I don't mind being married in my 20s like I would I love love yeah. you know I, I don't mind yeah like if that person if I feel compliments me he adds value to my life mm-hmm. he challenges me why should I let why should I let that go we're just talking about how hard it is to find that
1: right like and to balance both of them and
0: then at the end of the day I'm not trying to just be booed up on Instagram I'm trying to be <laughs> booed up in life yes. I want a
1: partnership yeah a healthy partnership mm-hmm. I feel you have you fully mastered the adulting process? Which is a hell no. Which is, uh, thank you. Hell no. I, I do you. Ha- I hate the word adulting. I don't know. I've just never gravitated towards it because I'm just like, what is that really? We're all still kids at heart. But anyways, I- yeah. No, it's so funny. I met Quincy Jones at an event okay. recently, yeah. and he
0: was like oh, I'm just a big kid. Yes. Adults, they're so... They, he was like, adults, oh, yeah. they suck. And I was like, this is amazing. Quincy Jones is telling me that adults <laughs> suck. Um, but I mean, the thing about it, and it's not about like adulting oh my gosh we're getting old it's not that mm-hmm. it's it's the thing that responsibility changes as we get older what we expect from ourselves what our what our ex, what our parents expect us to do changes yeah. so it's like okay you know what you gotta start paying this bill now or you go you gotta you know value your credit score you know People you gotta really make sure to you that. have a savings account behind that check at least one account. you know it's really important these these are all life lessons so like yeah over adulting i mean sorry adulting mm-hmm. it's oversaturated yeah. the word is totally oversaturated mm-hmm. but i think it's we put pressure on ourselves pressure on ourselves to grow up instead of realizing that it's just responsibility
1: <coughs> i don't want to grow up <laughs> i want to be i miss toys R Us. <laughs> oh yeah they did close down, they did close down. <laughs> Ooh. so it's no secret that 20 year olds love social media mm-hmm You, yourself, are a legit influencer social media guru. Yes. Does it irritate you that everyone claims to be? You know what? I don't even like the word influencer. Yeah.
0: Because I really feel like I take con- I take my content seriously. Mm-hmm. And even though I do have an influence, I'm really creating content for brands. You know, yeah. brands are really paying me to be my own creative director and mm-hmm. producer, director, etc. Um, so, I mean, if you know that you can be an influencer, which is anybody, yeah. just know and know what you're going to be able to give to the world Mm -hmm. and know that people will be able to receive whatever you're able to give. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, everyone wants to now be like, oh my God, I want to be a YouTuber. You have kids growing up and (laughs) saying that they want to be a YouTuber. But to be honest with you, I learned about blogging in the all that stuff in high school right. I mean my senior project I had to make a website and create a blog mm-hmm. and then who knew you know three years after graduating high school I'd be a full-time blogger it's a real and, job. you know yeah and writing for magazines yeah. like I would have never thought that but I love that we're being able to teach this in some education systems yeah. and I'm glad that I was able to learn about it so I was prepared um, I'm very happy about that but I mean if you're being taught the right way mm-hmm. um, why not like
1: what was, your, what was your reaction to uh, Instagram and Facebook or whatever shutting down?
0: Oh, my God. So <laughs> when Instagram shut down, yeah. I, was, I I called my brother and I said, is your Instagram working? He said no. Uh-huh. And I said, well, let me call some other people. Right. So I made a few phone calls. You thought it was just a family yeah, attack? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I really, I was like, thing. oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this is our phone plan. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love T-Mobile. Um, but. I called a few people, and then I realized I had a shoot. I was helping a young girl build up her portfolio. Mm -hmm. I didn't have her number, Mm -hmm. and she sent me her address in Instagram DM. Uh So I was really frustrated, and I said, wow, isn't it crazy how so many people depend on social media, and we don't take value in the little things that our parents told us. Make sure you have someone's number. (laughs) (laughs) Write it down on a pen and paper. Have it on your fridge. Have it next to your bed. I don't know, wherever you put it, make sure you have it. Yeah, I really realized that with this Instagram shutdown. I was like, Oh wow, I've got to go back to using a landline and start <laughs> calling people direct. Yes, it's it. I Do just, you have
1: your parents' number memorized? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah always. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have like every single family. So we memorized. good if yeah. anything else happens. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But no, I was. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, Wow, I don't have this girl's. Mom- I'm gonna be late to the shoot. I said I'm gonna be late. You know what? I might not even make the shoot because mm-hmm. Instagram was down. I felt terrible. I, I feel you. But then also I heard, I saw one model. She said, she posted a picture when Instagram got back and said, Oh, should I be working on my resume? And I said, that's very interesting yeah. for a lot of kids that really have value in social media. Cause they you know, have, I have a little cult following, but there are people that have, you know, half a million followers yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. where it's like, this is their income, mm-hmm. their main source of income. And if that shuts down, Your income is (laughs) by bye -bye. Your check is on pause. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to start realizing it's important to have different streams of revenue. Mm
1: -hmm. That's true. That's true. And not your mama's deposit. Absolutely. But uh, while I have you here, because you're a style icon in your own (gasps) lane, where does your style come from and how important is that?
0: Oh, my style comes from my mom and my dad straight off the back. Mm -hmm. I grew up... um, uh in parts of uh jamaica kingston jamaica and also the countryside but also my my father is french west african yeah so um i have this very west indian west african born in west la you know you got all those things all of that so i know how to dress it up or i know how to be bohemian um you know so i'm really fortunate to have parents that can turn it on Mm -hmm. when they put anything on Mm. my parents are killer dressers Mm -hmm. and I was looking at my baby photos the other day and I said wow I was suited in Buddhism as a kid (laughs) I was like my mom was really doing her thing and I think I just I knew I knew at a young age what what type of clothing is appropriate for different occasions Mm. and people don't not everyone knows how to dress that's
1: real true yeah
0: not everyone knows how to dress what you wear to your your interview is is not what you wear to the club because i've seen some people walk into interviews and i said you know things are a little bit questionable Mm -hmm. they're things that you have to learn so i think my my style comes from both my parents and also my my late grandmother who was a fashion designer so oh wow yes yeah
1: um. Really quickly, I saw a headline that said uh, the American dream is not for black millennials. What do you think about the promise the American dream um, gave, you know, to us and to the world and how can we attain it?
0: You know what? My dad came to America on the American dream. Mm. My grandmother came here for the American dream. And I think that they made their dreams come true. And these are people that are black people, you know, whether they're baby boomers or, you know, older than that. I think there is a way for us to be successful, and I feel like that is really capitalizing in our community. Mm -hmm. We've seen that with Marvel. We've seen that, a.k.a. Black Panther. Mm -hmm. We've seen what we can do when we stick within our community. Jewish people do it. Mm -hmm. Why can't we do it? That's real. Okay, so if our American dream, if we have to rename that to our black American dream, that's fine. But I realize that there is power in being with your people. Mm-hmm. I'm Everything I do is for my people. I have no problem. Whether yeah. you're migrating from a different country or not, there's power in your people.
1: Um, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> I agree. But i I'm, I feel like I must be old. This is experiences of being in your mid-20s because sometimes I just catch myself... Listening to R and B at two p.m., playing yeah. full on Joe C and singing out "Sweet Love." Right? Is that your twenties as well? Or
0: I'm so much of an old soul, you have no idea. Okay, you're listening. I'm listening to Earth Wind and Fire. Okay. Okay. Like I'm. Yes. I'm still listening to Anita Baker. Yes. I'm still listening to like Nat King Cole. Sometimes right. I don't know why. I think you know you and I. Are, I can feel you're an old soul as well. I'm
1: an elderly soul. Is what <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> but okay I, I wanna I wanna say because I know how essential is it for you to make memories and create memories?
0: always i mean i create memories because like i said a legacy is really important to me mm-hmm. i want my children to know that oh my gosh my mom um traveled you know that this side of the, this part of the world Did you go to Lagos? yes i just went to Lagos, yeah. which was a beautiful and amazing and um one thing about creating memories is that my mom always had a film camera mm. while growing up like just a little polaroid yeah. or just any type of kodak film and i started carrying one in my purse just because capturing those moments are so important to me and I look back on those and I see how much value it has Mm -hmm. I can touch and I can feel like Mm. wow it's that memory so palpable and that's so important to me I look at outfits of my mom back in the day and she still has those outfits and I really try and recreate that look um, you know, in just a modern way Mm -hmm. and it's just so cool that it's like I'm wearing the memory and now I can be another form of the memory so it's so beautiful to me to create memories all the
1: time. I love it. So I have to ask you to finish this sentence. Mm -hmm. The world needs The world
0: needs faith honestly Mm. like we need to really start believing like there's there's things that the world does like everyone has there's so many movements going on and it's like people are just saying it but are you but is it really believable are people really believing you like Mm -hmm. do people really and no matter where you go people need faith no why is the bible the number one selling book every year why? Yeah. No, people need faith. That's crazy. The world needs faith. Mm-hmm. We all need are searching to believe in something. That's it's imperative.
1: Our greatest battle is President Forty Five. That's our greatest <laughs> battle. <laughs> President Forty Five. Yeah. Get about.
0: Oh, art is art is expression. Yeah. Always. Do you do you like do you paint? and stuff i, I don't or is it do just th- digital it no i think i my art would really be film mm-hmm. film photography film photography yeah
1: i got you my greatest joy is
0: oh my greatest joy is <laughs> my greatest joy is waking up in the morning and loving what i see yeah that is important i'm not afraid to say i love me i'm so not a lot of people are and i'm just not
1: that was beautiful Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank
0: you for having me. Oh, it's
1: so good. So, uh, if people don't know, where can we find you? You can
0: follow me on Instagram, at ivycoco23, or you can follow me on my blog, Mm ivycoco23.com, or you can follow me on YouTube as well, at ivycoco. Where does 23 come from? 23. Oh my God, the greats are 23. No, I'm kidding. Um, No, they are. Well, you got LeBron, you got MJ, um, and you got moi. You're a sports girl. I'm definitely a sports girl, but uh, the 23 is because I was born on December 23rd. Gotcha. Yes. And it's just like
1: a great number. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Like I said, we all have a calling and our real job in life is to find out exactly what that is. I hope you'll tune in with me next week right here on the Archie J experience, Millennial Conversations. What's your experience? I love you for listening. Until we speak again, follow me at Archie J Speaks. That's it. That was great. That was awesome.